0: The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by the ComBank Bushfire Recovery Grants. It's one way they're helping to support local communities impacted by bushfires. For more information, head to combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery.
1: Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball.
0: And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 29th of January. In your squeeze today, the coronavirus crisis continues, New Zealand's long election campaign, Prince Andrew's lack of cooperation, and go Ash. This is your squeeze today. Safe to say the coronavirus crisis continues to escalate, Claire, The death toll in China yesterday rose to 106 as the number of total confirmed cases doubled in the last 24 hours to over 4,000. In Wuhan, where the virus started, America, Japan and France are evacuating their citizens. Questions being asked of our Prime Minister about whether he'll do the same for the 400-odd Aussies who remain in that region.
1: Those questions started to be asked a couple of days ago about what could be done for those Australians who are in that region including a hundred children the first step seems to be able to have some diplomatic presence there actually send our officials to that region uh, that's an important first step because we don't have anyone there at the moment in an official capacity particularly PM Scott Morrison is talking to New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern about some sort of joint effort there
0: yeah we know that they're, they're definitely talking Scott Morrison called her yesterday during a press conference and she had to block
1: Yes, it was one of those interesting episodes yesterday uh, where Ardern was actually addressing the media on this issue when Morrison happened to call her.
0: A little bit awkward, but back here, calls from parents caused the New South Wales Health Minister yesterday to recommend children who have recently travelled from China to stay at home from school. That's nothing compared to action being taken by the Chinese government, Claire.
1: Yes, that's right. There's new measures in China to restrict people from uh, travelling from that area. Uh, Also, China has postponed starting a new semester for their schools and universities nationwide. There's no resumption date for those schools that have been set. Hong Kong has also announced a plan overnight to suspend rail and ferry links to mainland China. Uh, Other countries are also starting to pick up more measures uh, to make sure that people stay away from that area.
0: And important to note, our government has also upped the travel warning for China overnight from exercise, normal safety precautions to reconsider your need to travel. But continuing our interest in what's happening over the ditch, Claire, something else that Jacinda Ardern did yesterday was call an election for the 19th of September this year. That's planning ahead.
1: Yep, it sure is. That means that New Zealand is in for a 235-day election campaign. That's the long time. Looking at what's happening there in their internal politics. It's a fairly tight race for Jacinda Ardern. She, of course, uh, went to record popularity levels in the wake of the Christchurch mosque attack. She was widely regarded to have handled that extremely well and very sensitively. Latest polls, though, show that the Labor government uh, is behind and the National Party, uh, who Ardern won government from in their last election, is tracking, okay, the key issues there seem to be things like housing affordability uh, and poverty, which were big issues in the last campaign too. Uh, There's also two referendums, um, or referenda, I think they're called, uh, on Mm -hmm. the um, legalisation of marijuana and euthanasia to be held on that 19 September date.
0: Ardern says she's always believed that announcing election dates early is fair as it gives a greater degree of certainty to the political
1: landscape.
0: Now, if you haven't already, we encourage you to listen to our squeeze shortcuts on Chinese telco Huawei. The reason being that it's causing a bit of a rift between the UK and the US.
1: Yes, a very long awaited decision has happened overnight. The UK government there has said that it will allow Huawei to supply equipment for the nation's 5G rollout. Boris Johnson has defied national security concerns that have been raised very vocally by the US in the last few weeks, though it's been a longer campaign. The US says that if Huawei participates uh, in the 5G rollout, that it will limit intelligence that's shared with the UK. Huawei, though, says that uh, even though it's blocked from sensitive parts of the network that includes areas near military bases and nuclear sites, that the country is going to get a very good 5G network.
0: And China and Huawei, of course, have denied that there's any risk to the UK's national security by them being involved. To Royal News, and it's unrelated to Harry and Meghan for once, instead we pivot back to Prince Andrew, who's been accused by US inspectors who are looking into the Jeffrey Epstein scandal of being less than cooperative.
1: Yes, you'd remember that it was November that Prince Andrew gave that disastrous interview to the BBC where he failed to convey really much concern to the victims of Jeffrey Epstein, the US billionaire who was convicted of of sex trafficking and was being looked at again until his uh, death last year. Andrew said during that interview that he would be willing to help any appropriate law enforcement agency with their investigation into Epstein. Uh, US authorities say that they've made that request, uh, but they haven't had a reply. Buckingham Palace hasn't made any comment on that. Uh, It says that it's a matter for Andrew's legal team.
0: Back in Australia and in good news, a fire that was threatening small communities outside of Canberra and even Canberra itself last night has been contained and alerts downgraded. But there's hot weather on the way for basically the whole country, Clare
1: really hot weather on the way. We're looking at a heat wave that has really affected Western Australia. Uh, It's set to move to South Australia uh, right through the middle of this week, Uh, then on to uh, eastern Victoria, uh, southern New South Wales, eastern Tasmania, and we're talking about temperatures in at least the 40s. That means, of course, that there's fire concerns. Um, That Canberra fire that you mentioned was really quite scary for residents there. Uh, also fires south of Perth. Uh, All of this, of course, is happening as it rains in other parts of the country. uh, There's been really heavy rains in far north Queensland.
0: Yeah, it's definitely hard to keep up with the weather at the moment. To our daily tennis update, and Ash Barty yesterday became the first Aussie female tennis player since 1984 to make the Australian Open SEBI finals.
1: I know, isn't that so good? Sure Um, She beat the Czech Republic's Petra Kvitova. It was 2005 that Leighton last made uh, the semi-finals for Australia, and then you have to go back another 21 years to Wendy Turnbull as the last uh, women's player to make a semi-finals at the Australian Open. So yeah, cross everything for Ashbardi.
0: Yeah, she plays Sophia Kennan of the US tomorrow. And if you want to know more about Ashbardi, we have a squeeze shortcut all about her, her career, her break from tennis, and her rise to world number one. A quick message now from our podcast partner, Telstra Business Services. For many people, one of the biggest challenges in running their business is understanding and managing their tech. We understand. That's why Telstra has created Tech Services. What it does is provide businesses with 24-7 support and advice online or over the phone about most devices and software. And it doesn't matter if it's Telstra Tech or not, they'll help you out. Find out more today at telstra.com forward slash business services. I'll pop that link in your episode notes. And we just need to let you know the legal stuff, which is that costs of software or hardware aren't included and a fair use policy applies. What are we singing along to today, Claire?
1: Yeah, it has to be that incident between Jacinda Ardern and Scott Morrison yesterday with uh, the phone call. So I've gone for a good old classic Stevie Wonder, uh, the lyric there, I just called to say how much I care.
0: Or block your call in this instance. (laughs) (laughs) That's all from us. If you're a Squeeze parent who has kids heading back to school, this week we've got an entertaining news podcast for you to whack on during the school run or whenever suits your family, really. Squeeze Kids is a seven-minute morning news podcast designed to inform eight to 12-year-olds on what's happening in the world around them. I've included today's episode to play after we wrap up if you like what you hear. Subscribe using the link in your episode notes or just search for Squeeze Kids in your preferred podcast app. We'll wrap it up there. Have a great Wednesday and we'll be back with you tomorrow morning. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out. But suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial, using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.